Hello, everyone. I'm Chris White. And I'm Stevens Brown. And we are with Tap Pest Control Insulation. We want to thank you for downloading our podcast and glad you took the time to listen to us. Stevens, this is our second podcast. Our first one hit about 50 listeners. I know. That's about 50 more than we were expecting. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? That was... I was I was pleasantly surprised, and um, I'm really happy that folks are listening in, and I've gotten some good feedback from some from, uh, folks out there that uh, enjoyed uh, listening to it. So, um, hey, you know, if anybody out there you like it, tell your friends, tell everybody, uh, you know, in the industry, uh, listen in. And uh, as usual, we always like to have your feedback. So, if there's any topics anybody wants to bring up or uh, questions you have that you want us to discuss on the podcast. Um, real simple. It's uh, email us at podcast at tap com, And if we use your name and your question or topic on the uh, podcast, we'll send you out a tap gift pack. That's right. A mystery gift, <laughs> but you'll like it. Yep. <laughs> I'm pretty sure a hat's included in there. So that's uh, that's a good thing. Everybody likes a hat. Absolutely. Um, so, hey, hey, keeping in uh, the same format we did from the first podcast, uh, you got any good jokes? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got another good one. So uh, I just found out that our uh, <clears throat> our local zoo picked up a new camel. Um, apparently, it's a camel that doesn't have any humps. No humps? Uh, yeah, no no humps. And so they named him, uh, named him Humphrey. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I guess it's my turn. Um, well, hey, I had, as you know, we talk almost every day. I had a little, had a kind of a nagging cough going on here for a little while. So I, I uh, decided to go to my doctor. My doctor's kind of an unconventional doctor. And, uh, but you know, I, I like going to her. She's, she's really smart. And, uh, so I, I, I went and saw her about it. She prescribed something for me. I, I uh, took it for about a week and, um, you know, I, I looked it up and I'm like, geez, what, what is this? And apparently it, it was a laxative. And uh, so I called her and I said, hey, you know, I, you didn't prescribe cough medicine for me. You gave me a laxative. And she said, yeah, well, have you been coughing? I'm like, well, no, I'm afraid to. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it worked. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Oh, bro. so anyway, <laughs> for those bad jokes, if anyone's still listening, we <laughs> let's move on to the uh, talk a little bit about our product uh, uh, segment today. So, uh, what are we what are we looking at today, Stevens? So we look at Hatchmaster. Yep, that's it. So today, yeah, today's topic, uh, the highlight we want to feature is the Hatchmaster. Um, and it's really kind of an unsung hero, Chris. I think you would kind of agree. It's something, you know, a lot of guys I feel like aren't even aware that we offer um, and, and kind of look over. But there's a lot of important qualities uh, that the product brings to the table. Yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm actually surprised. I, I, as you know, my, my background has been in the insulation industry for about 15 years. And I um, you know, I, I, I've seen, seen it before where, where folks don't really pay attention to things like a hatchmaster going over the, say the pull down staircase or, or a scuttle hole or that kind of thing. I mean, really it's like insulating, you know, turning the heat on in your house in the wintertime and then leaving your front door open. Yep. You know, wh why would you do that? You, you really want to cover that stuff up. And, and that's exactly what the hatchmaster does for us. 
Yeah, and, and just so the listeners, um, you know, we can paint a good picture for those that don't understand what we're talking about. You know, how many times, you know, Chris, have you and I, or, you know, if you're a sales technician, have gone into a homeowner to do an inspection, you know, you're going to get up into the attic, and whether it be a scuttle hole or an attic entrance pull down, you know, the minute you look up there, you see a piece of, you know, CDX or plywood that's got, you know, two quarter inch gaps on all the corners hanging out. Right. So, heat cool air and or warm air is just shooting up right into that attic it is not being you know uh, efficient at all yeah. and, and that's a that's a good way to put it shooting up is correct it, it just flies through there because now you've covered you know by insulating the attic you've covered everything else up and now it's it's almost like it ex, it goes through there much quicker because yeah. it it just pulls that that air right through so um, you wouldn't do half a job so why you know why wouldn't you use uh, you know the hatchmaster to cover that up? And the beauty of it too is that you can still access the attic. You yep. know, you can you can unzip that, get up inside there, uh, access what you need to, and then um, you know zip it back up and come back down again. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that as it does have zippers on both sides. And, and just just to speak to the install of it, guys, it it, it really takes you know, anywhere from five to 15 minutes, no more than that. Um, and, you know, another thing that people don't realize what it does is when you're doing a tap install, you know, when you're able to put that hatch master in, get it installed, it really acts as a, a ceiling encasement cavity for you to pull the hose up through, you know, zip it shut to the hose. And then it keeps, you know, while you're installing, keeps, you know, that, that small bit of dust up in the attic, just a better way. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've, you know, a lot of, a lot of folks don't realize that it's not only a, you know, it's, it's really the longevity of the product is to giving your homeowner the, uh, the energy savings over those, those scuttle holes and stuff. But uh, for the install crew, it's, it makes cleanup a lot easier because you can zip that up and there's no material falling back into the house again. So, you know, it really kind of has a, a dual purpose, uh, both for the, uh, the crew doing the install and then for the homeowner. Uh, for the life of the home. Yep. I, I know a couple of companies who've just, it, they've seen, you know, such good feedback from it that they, they say, Hey, you know, we, we do these, we install these as a part of every single job. You know, we, we don't even offer it as an add on. It's just, it, it's a part of every job, which, which is awesome. So. Yeah. I think that's the smartest way to do it. You know, it is, it's not, it's not extremely expensive, you know, in the grand scheme of the entire job, it's really minimal. It's, it's pennies. Yep. And, you're able to put that in and how long does it take to put in? I mean, it's, you know, how, describe, describe how you put that in. Yeah. So, so it fits, you know, the, the internal framing of the scuttle hole. And just so people are aware, you know, we, we can do custom sizes. We've got all your normal skies, sizes, excuse me for scuttle hole and the attic stairwell pull downs, but it's just a simple hammer stapler application. Uh, it goes right to the inside frame, um, you know, of the scuttle hole or the attic, stairwell pull down if you want to st take another step after that sometimes i encourage the guys you know they can put a, a small layer of foam or caulk around the outside but it, it's really easy it just staples right up yeah i can you know I, I mentioned i think in the first podcast that i have a very old home and uh i actually have a walk-up staircase it's not a pull down but i use the hatch master when i did my house i have tap in my attic and uh i used it uh prior to the install because i didn't want to blow the insulation uh, on the staircase uh, going down into my home. So uh, I put that up 
I, I think it took me two minutes to put it up into place. It was my staircase was a little bit t- uh, smaller than the Hatchmaster that I used. Yeah. But all I had to do was fold over the edge a little bit, and yep. it fit perfectly. Yep, you're able to pleat it, so to speak, just like you said. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And and once I put that in there, I mean, I can from the time I moved in till now, I can see that difference. I can open up that door to that walkway and it's, it's very comfortable, very, very comfortable in there. It's like the temperature of the rest of the house. And uh, when I unzip that and on a hot day, it's very hot up in the attic. (laughs) It's doing its job. And um, you know, I, I really think if, if, if anybody listening and and you're not using that, please, you know, look into it because it's definitely worth it. You're going to do yourself a favor. You're going to do your homeowners a huge favor. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Hey, let's, um, let's switch gears a little bit and let's talk technical. Um, Chris, I know you and I, we, we get this question a ton, uh, and it's basically about tap and the difference between some other cellulose products out there. Um, and so, so I'll kind of kick us off. Um, one thing I like to point out when I discuss this is that, you know, just for our listeners, cellulose falls into three main buckets, so to speak, three different categories. And just to keep it simple, you know, we, we've got tap, we've got treated article cellulose, and then we've got regular cellulose insulation. And so talking about tap, you know, it is so important and vital to know and understand that tap is an EPA registered pesticide, right? It is a 30 pound bag. The entirety of the bag is a pesticide. And so, all of the data, the testing, the hoops, you know, the claims that you can make, you know, tap will kill bugs. And we back that up, you know, right on our EPA pesticide label, you know, it claims, and I'm going to read them all just so our listeners can hear, you know, we've got cockroaches, termites, including Formosan termites, ants, silverfish, earwigs, crickets, sow bugs, darkling beetles, millipedes, centipedes, book lice. And then, you know, we actually just got some new ones added uh, for those that aren't aware. We got fire rats. Dermistids, lady beetles, box elder bugs, stink bugs, kudzu bugs, bat bugs, you know, pill bugs, snails, and slugs. And so, you know, that is awesome. Yeah, that's a complete list. I mean, that is just, uh, we just got those new ones added on, uh, I think, back in May. And uh, that's, uh, I know a lot of folks I've gotten questions on in the past about uh, bat bugs. Yep. You know, and uh, yeah, now we... It is on our list. We do kill bat bugs. So um, that's a great, great add on that we, we have now. And I think that's the most comprehensive list of any product that's out there. We mentioned the three categories, you know, we say tap, but it's really an EPA registered product. Like you said, it's, it's an entirety. It is a pesticide, a 30 pound bag of pesticide. You know, let's look at the other ones. You look at treated article, right? Treated article is basically a, a product that's a cellulose product that has another product in it that is known to kill insects however you got to think about it as as though you're taking a um you know say you have a five gallon bucket of water and then you add a little bit of pesticide in there that's not normally diluted and you put that in and now you say yeah there's an ingredient in there that's known to kill insects but at that rate and at that dilution there's there's no guarantee that it's going to kill insects and chances are it won't yeah. And, and the label says, doesn't say anything about it killing insects. So um, I like to almost think of it sometimes as though it's a, you know, it's really a marketing thing. It's, it's a, 
Exactly. It, it seems like, you know, the, the treated articles really, they really just confuse people. You know, like, like you said, they, they lay claims to, to certain statements, but there, there's no label to back any of that up, you know? Right. Yeah. And there's, and there's a number of products out there that are like that. And, and they do try to target many of the pest control companies. And I think it's just very important to, to understand that, you know, it's, it's not a, um, you know, you're not able to make pest control claims with that product. And the other thing is, is that, you know, with with the um, EPA registered products like TAP, um, you have to have a pest control uh, license in order to sell the product. Yep. And um, the treated articles, you don't. Yep. You know, your exactly. your your average uh, insulation contractor could go out and sell that product just as easily because it doesn't make any claims. It's not a pesticide. Exactly. So, yeah, you're never really comparing apples to apples. You're exactly correct. And so, Chris, I know you used to used to run a cellulose plant. So, you know, I'm going to ask you to share some of your knowledge as far as is making it and some of the more technical weeds go, so to speak. Yeah, I had the you know, I had the fortunate um, opportunity to work at a plant that made both a standard insulation and then um, also was one of the uh, plants that made uh, tap as well. And, uh, you know, really the major difference is, <clears throat> is that when you're making an EPA registered pesticide, you have to put in a certain amount of borates. So we have a minimum of 12 and a half percent of the orthoboric acid. And it's the premium stuff that goes into our product that gives us the insect killing abilities. Now, every product has to have borate in it, every cellulose product on the market. And that's by, by law, because of, uh, uh, one of the main reasons is for fire. Yeah. Um, they used to make uh, many years ago, back in the uh, prior to 1970, they made uh, cellulose insulation just out of paper, I mean, literally newspaper ground up. Uh, they would grind it up in, in their garage and then shove it in the walls where you can imagine the fire uh, <laughs> fire danger was really high. And when houses burned with that in there, they really burned. So yeah. the government really stepped in and said, you got to put something in there. And, and that's where borate came into play. And you know, borate was added in to stop that, that, uh, fire spread. And, uh, if you have, you know, we could probably spend a whole show talking about, <laughs> about the fire, but yeah, the, <laughs> but the, but the main purpose there is that they, they, uh, have to put in the amount that passes the fire test. And then every plant has a uh, lab in there and they do what's called the flux test on that. And that test is where they, uh, measure the, the, uh, flame spread on the product. And, because borate is uh, more expensive, actually, than the paper is when you're putting it in the product. They, yep. Many companies try to limit the amount of borate so that it just passes the test. Gotcha. That, and that percentage is somewhere around 4, 4% plus or minus. And um, so you, you can see the 4% versus, you know, the 12 and a half we're putting it is, is vastly different. Well, that, that brings up a good question. Let me ask you this. So, you know, knowing that all cellulose insulations have to, you know, pass a, a basic fire rated test and the, in the, the orthoboric acid is, is what does that, you know, knowing that tap has a very high grade, pure grade orthoboric acid and is held to 12.5%. Could, could you, you know, merge those two thoughts together, so to speak? Yeah. And, and, and what are you, are you assuming it has a better fire resistance than other products? Is that what you're saying? I, I'm, I'm, Heavily alluding to that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and any good salesperson would. Um, unfortunately, exactly. though, the uh, you really can't say that because there's no proof behind it uh, based on the testing. Because the testing is a pass or fail. There's no yep. degree of pass. Um, so it either it either does or it doesn't. 
And so if you put more in, it's, it's certainly a benefit. You can draw the conclusion in your head, but you can't prove it. So yeah, uh, it's probably not a good idea to bring that up as a, uh, you know, as a selling point, but the, uh, you know, because it is just a pass or fail. The key is, I think the bottom line of the product is that we're, you know, we're pest control companies. We're, we're offering a service and this is the product that makes the appropriate claims for our business where the other products that are out there simply do not and cannot make those claims. Yeah, no, you're, you're exactly right. And that's why I was asking those questions to, uh, to make sure, you know, we brought up those points to our customers and clients just so they, they know how to handle that the best. Um, the right. Best. So. Excellent. Excellent. Well, good part. I know we don't want to run too long here. And uh, if, uh, you know, as part of the technical goes, again, folks, um, podcast at tapinsulation.com. We'd love to be able to answer the questions you're interested in or, or address the topics that you have. So please let us know. Um, we did. Uh, this is where the port we would answer some questions. We did get a question this week from uh, from Greg in Florida. Yep. And uh, what he wanted to know is um, if, if tap can be used in homes where people have allergies. Mm, yeah, no, that is that is a good question. I actually had a call from a homeowner this week as well, Colin, uh, alluding to the same the same question. And the answer to that is, um, yeah, is, is absolutely, you know, again, we wouldn't have an EPA registered label if it wasn't, you know, approved for humans and for pets. Um Right. Not to what? speak to all the allergies, um, but, you know, mold and mildew are common. Um, common ones, no doubt. Um, and the orthoboric acid is actually an excellent inhibitor when it comes to, to mold and mildew. Right. And, I, and what I like to do is, you know, oftentimes we're not doctors, you know, and so somebody with a, with a, with a question like that, uh, oftentimes, you know, I, I will refer to the, just like you did and say, look, it, you know, it does kill, uh, doesn't allow for mold or, or mildew growth in the product. Um, but more importantly, you know, give them a sample of yep. the product and have them bring it to their doctor, give them the, uh, the information on the product and have them take a look and, and let the doctor decide whether that's something that, uh, that can go in the home. Cause we don't want to make any claims like that. Exactly. We've got the spec sheets, we've got the label, all the data they can need. Um, you know, you, our label, you can pull right off our website and, you know, orthoboric acid, 12.5% other ingredients, 87.5. And so have it, have them take it right to their doctor. Um, exactly. Exactly. Hey, if anybody, so Hey, Greg, Thank you for that question. You got a gift pack coming your way, buddy. You got a mystery box, man. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to, um, you know, invite you guys, please send your stuff to us. Podcast at tapinsulation.com. Want to hear from you guys. And, and we want to send some more gift packs out. Greg, you should have that this week. Awesome. Well, yeah, let's, let's move on to the next portion of the show. We got herd in the field. Yeah, heard in the field. So again, so, real life stories, you know, that Chris and I have either heard from folks or we, we've experienced ourselves. And so, Chris, uh, what, what do you have for us this episode? Yeah, I got a good one for you this week. I got a friend of mine uh, I was talking to uh, on the phone. He's got a, his pest control company down there in Florida, and he's he's been doing a, a great job with TAP and, and really expanding. He's he's uh, added on. He, he needed to add uh, some more crew members to to his team because uh, he's just doing so much now. And he, he knows he's kind of perfected the process and the application process and what he needs to 
ask for questions and so forth. So he, um, what he did is he, he, you know, put a, a ad in the paper and, and got many applicants. He narrowed it down to two of the best that he could find on there. And he brought them both in for an interview and they, they both seemed very, very good. So he had a, a test as a backup, kind of a written test. So he, mm-hmm. he uh, gave them both the test and um, upon the completion of it, both of the candidates answered nine of the 10 questions correctly. So immediately he hired one of the applicants. Well, obviously the guy he didn't hire asked, uh, Hey, why didn't you hire me? I also answered nine of 10 correctly. Well, he had said, well, the other guy on question number five answered, I don't know. And you answered, neither do I. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. (laughs) True stories. Can't make those things up, man. (laughs) Middle school. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Hey. That's going to do it for our second episode. We appreciate you guys listening in. And again, can't reiterate it enough. Podcast at tapinsulation.com. Let us know what you want us to talk about, and we will get to it. Till next time, uh, we're going to wrap this thing up and be well. Yep, absolutely, guys. Time went by fast again. So we'll see you folks. And remember, keep those feet on the joist.